Welcome to season two of Odd Tales. Hope you enjoy. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of season two of Odd Tales. Um, I'm glad you guys are still rocking with me. <clears throat> Sorry, still rocking with me. Um, this is great. <laughs> like, I'm gaining new followers. Everybody is just so excited about season two. Season two has been like great so far. Um, yeah, I'm just super excited that you guys are still here. And if you're new, welcome to Odd Tales. You should really go back and listen to season one. Um, but like, kind of don't have to, but you really should. Anyways, um, I hope everybody had a good weekend. I hope everybody had a great week. Um, yeah. (laughs) Um, so today's episode is going to be pretty deep and, uh, I don't know how to really put it, but I'm really putting myself out there today. So, I'm a little nervous, um, but because I keep seeing certain things on social media, news, all that, I thought maybe I'd just touch on the topic a little bit. Um, But before I jump into that, so your girl started her second semester of college, junior year, whoop, whoop. So this semester, I'm taking chemistry too. Um, super nervous because y'all know I was struggling through chemistry one and y'all suck because nobody, <laughs> nobody reached out to me to try to help me or anything. Y'all knew I was struggling and y'all were just like, good luck. You got this. So yeah, chemistry two this semester. Um, he says, so I have the same professor. He claims it's easier because we don't have math problems like the first um, chemistry or chemistry one, but he said it's not that easy. I don't know. It's weird. Um, I know I was lost as I don't know what the first and second day of class. Like the first day he was kind of like reviewing and I was like, okay, yeah, I understand. I remember all that. Um, but then he like started jumping into chemistry too. And I was just like, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. So right now we're in organic chemistry. Y'all, I'm just nervous. I need, (laughs) I need to get a C. Y'all know my motto. C's gets degrees. That's all I need. Um, if you hear that noise in the background, it's because I'm like next to my bathroom and my toilet is stupid. And yeah, so another class I'm taking right now, I'm taking five class to- five classes total this semester. So chemistry started January and ends in April, I think. Yeah, and then I started psychology. Um, that ends. That's a short semester. Well, a short course that ends in March and I'm pretty sad about it because I like it so far um but I feel like everybody loves psychology class um but I mean it's cool so far they have us doing these like reflection activities exercises um the first one was what was the first one 
Or you had to pick to either go on a walk with a friend or a family member and discuss, like, what you guys talked about, how nature made you feel, blah, 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 blah. Or you make a list of your day. Um, and then we had to write about it. So what made us smile? What did we do? What do we enjoy the most about the day? Blah, blah, blah. So I wrote about my day. Um, and what I wrote about, of course, you know, I said I went to work, blah, 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 blah. But me and the boys actually finished the puzzle. So that's what I talked about. Um, and like doing the puzzle. So it was at that, if y'all don't follow me on Twitter, um, I bought this puzzle, this Mickey and Minnie Mouse puzzle that Caden had picked up. We was at the bookstore. Caden saw the puzzle. He picked it up and he would not put it down. So, you know, of course, I'm like an idiot. (laughs) I buy the puzzle because I'm just like, okay, it's a puzzle. I used to do puzzles with my mom all the time. I was like, I can start this with the boys. So it's a thousand pieces and it's like, it's like, not like your regular Mickey and Minnie photo or picture. It was like artsy. I don't even know how to describe it. Anyways, thousand pieces. It took us forever. Y'all know I don't have any patience. So when we first started, I was like, I did, you know how you do that, um, edges first. We did that. And after we did that, I was just like, this is impossible. Like, F this puzzle. My oldest son was like, can we just take it back? (laughs) We ended up taking like a very long break from the puzzle. But we just finished it, and so that's what I talked about in my reflection exercise. Um, And, you know, to be honest with you, even though I was, like, super pissed off at the puzzle from the beginning, or in the beginning, and it was kind of stressful, like, after we started, like, getting in the groove of things, it was pretty relaxing. Um, It was like a stress reliever. I really enjoyed it. I got to spend a lot of quality time with my boys. Um, we laughed, we joked, we did a lot of things. And even my oldest was like, cause I was like, I joked and said, I'm going to get a 2000 piece puzzle. And he was like, no, he was like, I did enjoy the family time, but no, I, I can't. Um, he was like, we can get another puzzle, but it has to be smaller. But yeah, it was just super cool and cute. So I really enjoyed it. Um, I am going to get another puzzle. Well, I'm going to take that. The puzzle's still on the table. Cause I like I refuse to break it or anything like that, but I'm gonna get um like a cardboard or whatever so I can glue it and then probably frame it. Or I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Probably yeah. Uh, I probably will frame it. Um, but yeah, I thought that was cute. That's a cool little activity, family bonding time. And then the second exercise was like you had to take some grit scale test or talk about a time where grit and perseverance kicked in I can't remember um so yeah those are pretty cool and then I'm taking another class this one started January as well but it ends in May it's so it's like some little bs class it's like an elective it was rocking the history of rock and roll or something like that um so yeah, that should be interesting. And then in March, I start Comp 2, English 2, Composition 2, and Statistics. Listen, y'all. And then I'll still be in Chemistry. Because the Comp 2 and Statistics is from March till April. Or May. I think it's April. Either way, 
that statistics class is going to kill me because listen I took that class twice at a different school and I was just like that (laughs) that class is the reason why I don't have my bachelor's degree in business admin because I just couldn't pass it like I just wasn't understanding anything and it was just but then y'all know I procrastinate and I wasn't like no the first time I didn't try well I did but towards the end but it was too late the second time I actually did try so y'all wish me luck um but then the best part about all of this schooling um I get to apply for oh wait so then summer I already signed up for my summer classes. I have to take anatomy one and anatomy two. <clears throat> and one more class. I think medical terminology. But see, the classes are like like that. They call it Maymester. So the classes are only like a month. So they're like jam-packing everything like that in a month. So I'm kind of nervous because I have class every single day. And I think that's the time I'm going to have to quit my job. Um because I'm not going to be able to work and go to my classes unless I go back to the night shift. Um, but anyways, but by then I can apply for the nursing program. My application is due August 30th. Um, I have a, more than enough credits and classes to go ahead and apply. So I'm about to prep for that now. So I'm trying to hurry up and like record all my episodes and like get my life in order because I want my focus to be completely on that um because for those of you who don't know you know it's like a whole application process like I gotta take some exam some entry exam before I can even submit my application um I have to write essays like it's just so much I have to kind of like prove to them why I should be picked for the nursing program um so fingers crossed I need all your good vibes, prayers, whatever you do, send it my way. Like I said, the application deadline is August 30th. So I'm going to meet with my advisor soon so we can start discussing my the steps I need to take to go into um, the nursing program. And then after that, like, I think all my, like, core classes will be done. And then this is to start the program in... I want to say spring, fall, one of the two. (laughs) I think it's spring. Either way, I'll be graduate. I should be graduating and be done and be an RN next year. Um, Hopefully by this time or, excuse me, by my 35th birthday. I'll be an RN and that's even better because if I can get it by my 35th birthday I can celebrate becoming an RN and my 35th birthday like I want to I want to go to Greece for my 35th birthday so it'll be a reason to really go like not only for my birthday but I just crossed this hurdle um so I'm pretty excited but I'm nervous y'all like but I'm determined like like I, I said it, but I think I said it on season one. Like I've always wanted to be a nurse. I just always chickened out. I never had enough guts to do it. Um, and I feel like I'm in a stage of my life where I feel like this is perfect now. Like I've, I did everything I wanted to do. Well, not really, but you get what I'm saying? I just feel like 
this is it for me. Like, I, there's no reason why I should not do this. So, yes, you guys, like I said, send me all your positive vibes. If you have any, if you went to nursing school or you have any advice, um, not or, and if you have any advice for me or just anything, please hit me up. Um, I'm very open. Y'all know I talk to just about anybody. Um, so yeah, my best friend's kind of been like trying to prepare me for nursing school, but she's like not the best at the same time. She like tells me all of the horror stories. Like she's a RN now. Um, she works at the VA with cancer patients, but I swear she works for the mental health floor because all of her patients are insane. And she tells me these stories and I'm just like, she's like, yeah, my patient just pooped everywhere. There's literally diarrhea everywhere. And I'm just like, she's like, I got beat up today. <laughs> my patient kicked me in my chest. I'm just like, I don't know if I'm going to do this. But yeah, I'm determined we shall get this done. Um, So I mean, that's pretty much everything that's been going on in my life right now. Working, um, back in school parenting, you know, the basics, adulting. Um, I think I told y'all last time I keep finding ladybugs in my apartment. Well, it got to the point where there was like a bunch of ladybugs in here. So I told pest control and I haven't seen any since. But literally, there was ladybugs everywhere. And then I even went to my car and there was a ladybug on my windshield. So you know what? I was like, I take that. Don't they say ladybugs are good luck? So I took that as a sign. And it's like, I'm going to play the lottery. Because <laughs> the lottery, well, now the lottery is like 300 and, well, it might be higher. But the last time I checked, it was 327, $327 million, y'all. Do you know what I could do with $327 million? <sighs> anyway, so I played the lottery. I bought like six or seven tickets. I can't remember. Dog. Let me tell you the most hurt, hurtful thing in the world. And I was so confident, y'all. I had my speech prepared. Uh, it wasn't even a speech. But I had, like, my little thing prepared for work where I was going to tell them they can all kiss my behind. I'm out. Um, I was looking at houses. I already knew what I was going to do with my money. I was going to stay where I, I was going to stay where I was at. I was going to pay for the rest of the year. Um, but I wanted a house. I was looking at the cars I wanted. I was going to pay my car off. I was going to get my SUV finally. Like, just so freaking much. Like, everything was just going through my head. Y'all, they they drew the numbers. Is that how you say it? They drew the numbers? They pulled the numbers? Whatever. I had every number. But listen, every number on all the tickets. So I had... <laughs> One number on each freaking ticket. Y'all, I wanted to cry. Like, one number was like 48. I don't know. Well, I don't remember the numbers, but here's an example. The numbers were like 48, 32, 58, 59, 69. Powerball was 19. I don't know if that was six, whatever. I would have 48 on the first ticket, 59 on the second ticket, such and such on third ticket and I was just like dog it literally just went down each ticket and I was just like I was so sick y'all <laughs> I just went to bed <laughs> I 
I just closed my laptop and I went to bed. And I was just like, I should just call out in the morning. I think I actually called Tardy, but so depressing. Like, how do people win the lottery? Like, there has to be, like, some type of secret trick to it. Something. If y'all know, please tell me. Because, and if you know the secret and I do win, I promise you I will give you some money, too. Because this is ridiculous. How do I get so close but so far away? I want someone to make it make sense. Anyways, um, what else? I think that's it. My child finally decided to do his homework assignments. <laughs> and he's wearing deodorant. So, kudos to me, I guess. I don't know. Um, I don't know if I said this last time either, but my middle child graduated from speech therapy. That's a huge accomplishment. So, I'm going to buy him something very special. Um... I'm proud of him. It's been a long journey. I feel like I said this last time on one of my episodes. I'm not sure. Um, but I'm super proud of him. I'm excited about that. He deserves everything. Not everything, but he definitely deserves a gift. So um, I'm going to get him something special. I'll tell y'all about it after I buy it. Um, and Caden is talking more. He's still a little heathen. He terrorizes me every single day. <laughs> So, I mean, there's that. There's an update on the, on the kiddos. Um, they're all knocked out, thank God. So, speaking of, you know, my downstairs neighbor filed a noise complaint against me. Talking about we are making too much noise um, after quiet hours. Quiet hours are from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Or, I mean, 10 p.m. to 8 a.m. Did I say that? No, I didn't. I don't know. Y'all, that's a bunch of bull because my kids are knocked out they've been in bed since 8 30 like okay got it sometimes Caden is up until like 11 but he's not jumping and stomping and all that stuff I think because I want to say one night I was watching tv I was watching a movie and I didn't realize I don't know how I didn't realize it I don't know but the tv was really loud so unless they were talking about that or when I was watching one night I was watching clothes pretty late or maybe because I used to run my dishwasher at night. Um, so it could be anything. But I know for a fact it was not my kids jumping around or anything like that. So I'm like low-key upset about that. Because why are you snitching? And like I had met my... So they just moved in. And I had met them because I was outside getting stuff. And dude came outside and he was walking a puppy. And the puppy, of course, was trying to run up to me. And I was like, are you... Um, Do you live down here right there? And he goes, yeah. And I said... um. So I introduced myself, of course, and I'm like, I just want to say I am so sorry. I was like, my kids are always jumping and stomping. I tell them to not do whatever, and I know you guys can hear it, and you're probably sick of me. You probably hate me. And he was just like, no, it's fine. He's like, but we definitely do hear you. And I was like, I am so sorry. Once again, like, I'm trying to get them to stop and just walk. I said, but, you know, and he was like, yeah, I get it, kids. They're kids. Like, they're going to do it whatever I understand but then you turn around and you snitch on me like why can't you just knock on the door and be like hey 
gave you to them or just something, you know? Like I said, I'm very approachable. I'm very reasonable. I know I look like I'm a mean lady, <laughs> a mean little girl, but come on. I would do the same thing. Like, common courtesy, I get. I don't freaking. When I say I would do the same thing, I wouldn't snitch. Like, I would go knock on the door and be like, hey, can y'all, like, chill? But at the same time, like, he has, so he has a puppy and then he has a bigger dog. And I can hear that dog crying and barking all day, y'all. All day. And I don't complain about it. I don't say nothing. So, whatever. So, my petty behind was just like, <laughs> I think, like, the next day after I got the message about the noise complaint, I think I was, like, stomping on purpose, but then I felt bad. So, you don't do it anymore. Uh, I don't wash my dishes at night anymore. Well, I wash them at, like, 7 or 8. Um, I changed the time for my little Roomba, a.k.a. Bartleby. So, like, I'm more considerate now. Like, I get it. Um, but he didn't have to snitch on me, y'all. Anyways. Uh, so, like, for real. I think that that's all the, <laughs> all the recap. I feel like I haven't talked to you guys in, like, forever. But I think it's because I pre-record my shows. But this one isn't pre-recorded because I procrastinated. And, listen, I be running to, like, record an episode and I just... It just don't be feeling right. And then by the time the kids go to sleep, I'm dead tired. I just don't want to do anything. I don't want to talk. I don't want to do anything. But get in the damn bed just to lay there and look crazy because I can never go to sleep. It's ridiculous. Um, I think I said last time that I wanted to do like a 2019 wrap up. Um, I started to record it, but it was just turned into... A, I did. I I was on Autumn Show. So if you haven't checked me out, um, so far I've been on Autumn Show. Shit, I think that's it. <laughs> I was just on her show, the Lit Life Podcast. Um, Autumn the Aries. Super dope. Um, but yeah, I was on her show. We were talking about our kiddos. But I forgot what I was talking about. Anyways, yeah, I feel like I haven't talked to you guys in forever. Um, but I procrastinated like crazy. Oh, yeah, procrastinated like crazy. Um, by the time oh 2019 wrap up, so I had started recording it. It was supposed to drop on New Year's Eve, and I started recording it. My kids weren't were my kids here. I don't think my kids were here. I don't remember. Um, they weren't. Nobody was here. And I was in the living room by myself, and I was trying to record it, and I just could not get it right, y'all. Like, <laughs> everything that was coming out of my mouth was, like, gibberish. Like, <laughs> I don't even think I was speaking English, to be honest with you. Um, it was just not working. So I never did a 2019 wrap-up. Um, I don't think I'm going to do one now. Let's just say 2019 was a better year. I'll say it was the year of change for me and a year of improving myself and my life. And I could see how things were starting to improve for me. Um, 
I feel like 2019 was it. Like 2016, 17, 18, all those years were rough. And then 2019 was just like, all right, we going to get this together. Um, left Cali, moved to Georgia, took my kids to Disney World. I mean, I'm in school to become a nurse. I started, what? I started podcasting in 2000. Did I? Yes, I did. Because I'm about to come up on my one-year anniversary in March. Hey. Ooh, look at me. I got to do something special for that. Um, maybe I'll go live. The last time I went live, you guys sucked. <laughs> you guys didn't even tune in. Well, I didn't even give it a chance because it wasn't working. Like, I was having difficulties. And I don't have patience. Um, but yeah, that's 2019 in a nutshell. So, 2020, this decade should be a whole lot better. Um, everything's going up. Like, for real. So much positive things have have happened so far. I'm in a good space. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, I feel pretty good and confident about the new year and the new decade, which is very rare because I usually don't feel like that. Um, so I'm excited. Anyways, so to go on to my very serious topic, y'all I'm nervous <laughs> because no one knows this. Like, I've only told two people this in my entire life. So. I saw on Facebook a couple of days ago about this female soldier who was stationed in Korea, um, and she got sexually assaulted, and so she asked her chain of command to send her back home, center stateside, because I guess she was still in the unit with the dude, blah, 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 blah. Well, they took her, it took them forever to send her home, right? I'm going to try to find an article so I can put it in the show notes so y'all can read it. Um, so, excuse me drinking. Anyways, so they sent her home. They didn't really get her the help that she needed, and she ended up killing herself. Um, I think, like, a month after she returned home. Um, and then I just keep seeing, like, other articles of sexual assault, soldiers that end up taking their lives, um, even if they're not taking their lives, they're reporting the sexual assault, the army's not, well, not the army, <clears throat> but the military's not doing anything about it, um, how it's just continuing and, like, nothing's being done about it, how... The main thing was how the army, because she was in the army, how the army failed her, how they failed to protect her. Um, And it's not fair because, like, what can the family really do to the army? You get what I'm saying? Like, she reported everything, and she still had to see this dude in formation. She still had to work with him. She's, like... That's horrible. And then you granted her thing to go home, but then you still made her stay in Korea for like two months 
before you decide to send her home. Like, that doesn't make sense. And then they kind of just, like, brushed it under the rug. Like, and then when she got home, like, they didn't tell her chain of command anything. Like, they didn't try to get her no help, no nothing. And it resulted in her hanging herself in her closet. Y'all. That is horrible. And it's like, I feel, I truly feel for her. I feel for every person, male and female, that has been assaulted in their life time. Like, that is the most degrading thing, most horrible feeling in the entire world. I've been sexually assaulted um, more than I would like to admit. I was raped in the military. Um, nobody knows this, so <laughs> this is the first time I've actually like talked about it. And then, I mean, it just sucks. When you have to be information, and it's always it's always your leadership that does the assaulting or the harassment, and it's very uncomfortable. I had a command sergeant major literally sexual harassment. He was a, a walking sexual harassment charge. He was just very aggressive. He just always said, and he looked like he was like 80 years old, he always said something perverted to me, it was always, um, if you do this, I'll do that, I'll make sure you get a promotion, he even touched me inappropriately, like, and it's like, what do you do, like, who do you, who do you tell, because when you do report it, nothing happens, um, with me, Mine happened in Korea. Um, I don't know the full details because I was trashed. Like, I don't even know how I got back to his room. Um, But, like, after it happened, I think I was in, like, such a shock that I kind of just suppressed it as far as I could. And I didn't even know it happened. Like, that's how bad it, I suppressed it. So I knew something happened, but I wasn't sure. And I kept telling myself, nothing happened, nothing happened. Well, fast forward to 2018, I start having dream. Y'all know how I am with my dreams. I start having dreams of that night. And you guys, it started off as dreams. And then it just started, it turned into flashbacks like during the day I could be doing something and I'll just have these flashbacks and it's replaying everything that happened that night not everything but what happened during that time um and it's crazy I can't even talk about it now because I could like every time I thought about it I would go into a full panic attack um and it was just bad so and again I've only told two people this uh, Cade's dad and my, at the time, counselor. And it was like real brief, like real quick. When I started having like the flashbacks and the dreams, I was like, I keep having these dreams about um, the time I was raped. 
And he was like, oh. And I was like, yeah, but I'm not ready to talk about it. And then I just kept talking about other things. Um, so this is, like, new to me, like, openly talking about it. Um, but, like, ever since then, it was like, and he was, Caden oh, just woke up. <laughs> So you'll probably hear him screaming coming in here in a minute. Um, but it sucked. Because I had to look at this dude every single day. And he was literally in my chain of command. Um, and I like I could just only imagine. Like, and I was in Korea. So I couldn't just like escape and go home or anything like that. Um, so I can only imagine how she felt. Um, but again, like I, when it happened to me, I just suppressed it so far back in my head and my brain that I, I didn't even know what happened. But then in, hold on y'all, let me go get my baby. <laughs> Come on, boo All right, so I'm back. Okay, so then that happened in like 2012. Nope, 2011. I was in Korea in 2011. Um, and he was very like, the dude was always super aggressive. Like before that, I had um, hung out with him. And I remember one time, we were just chilling, and he was just like, he said, he made a comment that he wanted to have sex, and I was like, no, and he's like, okay, so you have three options, you can either, he said, I'm either going to stick it in your mouth, stick it in your butt, or stick it in your vajayjay, and I was just like, wow, okay, <laughs> so, like, I'm honestly not surprised that he, like, took advantage of me, but, yeah, I had to continue my my tour in Korea, looking at this man, um, because everybody loved him, first of all, and I felt like I couldn't go to my first sergeant or anybody and talk to them about it, um, definitely not my commander, because my commander, he was married and all, hitting on me too, so it was just, like, I feel for these women and men, because I know men that's been sexually assaulted too. So, again, didn't think anything of it. Like I said, I suppressed it. I just pushed it as far as I could. Whatever. Didn't think it happened. So then in 2015, nope, 2016, um, I was sexually assaulted again by a friend. Um, I had sent him a risky test text I will admit but after I sent the text I quickly said but it's never going to happen um I guess he took that as a sign as oh it is going to happen I'm going to make it happen I don't know so he was trying to come over I had took the kids to Chuck E. Cheese um remind you it was just me Braylon and Darian and this is when I was staying in North Carolina and this is a part of the reason why I wanted to hurry up and get out of North Carolina and move to California um, so, and he was engaged. So the reason why I told him it'll never happen because he used to date my, one of my friends 
from high school, and he was engaged, and they just had a baby. What? Did they just have a baby? I think they had, yeah, they had just had a baby. And I met the girl. So, again, stupid on me to even send the stupid text. But if I said no, like, that means no. So then he was like, well, and he used to come over to my place and just hang out. We would talk business because he has um, a clothing company. And then, like, we would try to, like, collaborate. And he was, like, um, doing a bunch of shows um, in North Carolina. But we were just real cool because we went to school together. So he was like, well, can I get some Audi cakes? And no, first he said, can I get some cake? I said, Audi cakes? And he was like, yeah, 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 that. Laugh out loud. And I was like, um, I mean, if you want Audi cake, you can order and I'll make it, but it's not going to happen today. It was like last minute. And he was like, well, how long does it usually take you? I said, it could take like 30 minutes to an hour, depending on like what you order. But again, like, I really don't feel like doing it today. He's like, come on, man, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, well, if you really want the cake, let me know. Um, I'll make the jars today, and you can pick it up later. He was like, all right, bet. He was like, well, can I just come hang out with you and watch you make the cakes? And I'm just like, sure, but just know nothing is happening. Okay, cool. So he came over. We were talking, blah, 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 blah. And then I went in my room for something. He followed me in my room. Um, he sat on my bed. And he was, we were just talking about something. And then, like, I kind of, like, started panicking, but I wasn't trying to show that I was panicking. And let me tell you guys, Braylon was outside. Braylon was with his friend. He was either outside or he was at his friend's house. Either way, he wasn't home. Darian was in his room. Darian was, like, what year did I say this was? He was, like, five. I think. I said 2015? Yeah, he was five. So, Darren's in his room. Braylon's outside. This dude is in my room. And I'm just, like, pacing back and forth. I'm going, like, I'm cleaning up. Um, and I'm just doing everything to avoid being near him. So, I'm in my closet. And I turn around. You guys, he pushes me in the closet. And starts kissing me. And then he puts his hand down my pants and in my JJ. You guys. So I pull his hand out. And I'm like, what are you doing? I told you this isn't happening. He said, it is happening. I know you want it because you're wet. First of all, you guys. If you really know how the female body works, then you're you would know I wasn't, it wasn't like that. Um, so he takes his hand out and he licks his fingers. And I'm like, what the? Okay, no. But he's like, so he's bigger than me. So he's like still on me. And so I'm trying not to like yell or anything like that because again, Darian's home. And I've realized in certain situations, my fight or flight is flight. So I'm just trying to like stay calm. I'm trying to get out of the situation. So he moves, he pulls his pants down, and he pulls out a condom, and he goes to put on the condom. So I was like, okay, this is my chance to run out of the room. So I ran out the room, and I went to go sit with Darian in his room. And I'm, like, freaking out. I'm trying not to, like, cause a big scene. So 
I gather myself, I send him the room, I send him a text, I'm like, you gotta go. And he's like, um, no, first he sent me a text, was like, I'm waiting on you. And I was like, no, you gotta go. And he was like, well, I can't really come out there because my dick is hard. And I was like, listen, you gotta go. Um, so he came out, he's like, all right, give me a minute. He came out, he came out, found the couch within the living room, and it was just hella awkward. Like, he was trying to talk, and I was like, nothing happened. And then, um, after a while, he left. And so I was supposed to go to the movies that night with Cade's dad. Um, and I, he texted me and was like, I'll be there at such and such time, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, dog, I can't. And he was like, what do you mean? And I called him and I told him what, no, I said, I need to talk to you. Can you please just come over? I can't go to the movies with you. Something happened today. I don't want to tell you over the phone. He's like, well, what is it? Tell me, tell me, tell me. And I was just like, I can't tell you over the phone. I'd rather tell you in person. And so, like, I was trying to process what happened all day. And I think at that point, like, once I finally realized what happened, I just, like, broke down. So he came over. I'm crying my eyes out. And I tell him what happened. And it just went downhill from there. Um, and I was just super depressed. Um, I didn't want to do anything. I hated everybody. I just cried all day, every day. That's all I did. I blamed myself for everything. I just, it was horrible. Um, I went to counseling. Um, cried, like I said, cried every single day. Um, she gave me a survivor's poem. I think I still have it somewhere and I couldn't even read it. Uh, I couldn't read, I couldn't get past like the second line without crying or I would start reading it and then I would just push it up. Um, so it's like, I get it. Like it, it gets, and then like I said, he lived right down the street from me so I could see him anytime. Um, I went and got, that's when I got my nose pierced. Cause I, when something happens, I have to do something to myself, like not harm myself, but like I'll cut my hair or I'll get, um, a tattoo or just something. And I already had my sleeve. So I'm, I had already cut my hair. <laughs> so I was like, okay, what can I do? What can I do? So I went and got nose, my nose pierced. Um, I became very very like sexual like always wanted to have sex blah 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 blah. come to find out that was my sort of my way of trying to take control of my sex life or something like that um it was just a very 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 rough and long journey and so I reported it um I had deleted a lot of text messages off my phone but you know they could pull all that shit up at the time, I had an Android, so they pulled all of it up. They tried to talk to him. He lawyered up. Um, the fiance even called me and tried to blame me for it happening. And she's like, please don't do this. Don't press charges. You're going to ruin my family. <clears throat> and he told her it was just a misunderstanding. Like, just bullshit. So I sent her, I started sending her the text messages. And, you know, once she realized what happened, she started apologizing, blah, 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 whatever. 
Well, the police report, well, the police came back and was like, there's nothing we can do um, because he says, she said. So there's absolutely nothing we could do about it. Sorry. And that was it. And I was just like, you know, I honestly understand why people take justice in their own hands. I understand why people don't report rapes and assaults and all that stuff. Because, like, it it goes nowhere. And it's it's so damaging. And it's so, like, I can't even, like, really describe the feeling of something like that happening. But it's like you try to do the right thing and... It, nothing happens and that's just so frustrating I feel like that was part of my deep depression like I became suicidal I just didn't want to do anything anymore so like I after I read her story and then I kept seeing other stories I'm just like that's just ridiculous like there has to be some type of change because like I said, I, I honestly feel for her. I feel for all survivors. I was told not to call myself a victim or other people victims or survivors. Um, but in that girl's case, is she really a survivor? I mean, she survived the attack, but she didn't survive the whole thing. And it's, it's very, very sad. Um, like it honestly like that bothers me to the core and I don't see how people don't see what they're doing to others when they do that to people like really like you have to take something that doesn't even belong to you something that personal like I just don't understand what's, like, why people do it, um, why they put people through it, and then after, after they do whatever, they still haunt them, like, I just don't get it, and then it frustrates me, because a lot of people are still friends with this dude, and, like, I mean, I've told some people about the time that happened in North Carolina, but... I don't know, man. I told you I was about to get serious and deep with y'all. <laughs> this is crazy. Um, I will try to find that poem because I know that somebody could use it. Um, and I just want y'all to know if you are a survivor um, and you need somebody to talk to, you can talk to me. I've been there. I, I understand how you feel. Um, I know how lonely and embarrassing, and depressing, and all the feelings, I I know how it feels, um, so seriously, and this is honestly the first time I've been able to, like, even talk about any of this stuff without crying, um, I still low-key get kind of emotional about it, um, you could probably hear it in my voice, but seriously, if you have a similar situation, or whatever, you're not alone, um, Obviously, you know, you're not alone because I just shared my story to, like, <laughs> the world. Um, but if you want to talk, please hit me up, okay? I'm more than happy to talk to you. We can 
once we or you DM me or email me or whatever, I'll give you my phone number. We could talk on the phone and cry together. I mean, because like I said, I get it. I, I really get it. And no one should feel like that. Um, I'm sorry you had to go through it. I really am. I wish, I like, I wouldn't even wish that on my worst enemy. Because um, that's just, yeah. So, I'm sorry that you went through it. Um, I hope you find the help and the support that you need and deserve. Um, I hope it never happens to you again. I hope it never happens to your children. Just, I'm sending you all of my positive vibes and love. Because, again, I get it. Like, it happened to me. Like I said, more than I would like to admit. Um, so, yeah. Um, sorry to get super serious on you guys. But I just felt like I had to share that. I don't know why. I said I would never tell anybody else what happened, especially in Korea. Um, but it just kept, it kept tugging at me. So here I am sharing something super deep and personal and tragic that has happened in my life. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's all I really got. Uh, Caden is in my arms and he is heavy. Y'all, my arm is about to break. Y'all probably hear him snoring. Anyways. um, Yeah, I don't know what what can you say after that. (laughs) There's nothing you can really say after that. Um, Again, you guys, I would like, in the show notes, I would put all the resources if you want to reach out to somebody. Um, I'll put my information, my information always there, but I'm serious. Reach out to me. Talk to me, male, female, I don't care who you are. If you need to talk, I'm here. So, with that being said, because I'm sweating my ass off, and I'm getting anxiety from this. (laughs) Um, If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to my show. Um, make sure you're following me on all social media, Facebook, Twitter, IG, at Odd Tales Pod, that's A-U-D-T-A-L-E-S Pod, um, episodes drop every Tuesday, again, I don't know how many episodes I'm gonna do for this season, but I'll let y'all know in advance, um, if you wanna be a guest on my show, hit me up, make sure you check out audiokicks.com, but that's ending soon. I feel like, I know I say this every episode, but I literally canceled my site. So I think that ends sometime in February. Um, so take advantage of it now. Artykicks.com, because it'll be going away for a while. Make sure you follow on social media pages. It's Audie underscore cakes on IG and I think Twitter. I'm not 100% sure. It'll be in the show notes. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's all I got. For you guys today um thanks for listening to my crazy rants and me go through telling the story and now literally sitting here uh about to have a panic attack so i have to end this <laughs> i'll catch y'all next week
Bye.